With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, folks. We are finishing up the wonderful book, Mock 2, with your hair on fire. This is Troy Dooley, the coast of Real Mentors Radio. I've got some phenomenal news I want to cover. Uh, number one. Richard Brooke is phenomenal. You need to go to blissbusiness.com, B-L-I-S-S, business.com. See what else Richard has uh, over there to offer. I tell you what, just continuation. He's constantly bringing out new stuff. The free video of the week uh, right now, Wake Up Call, phenomenal video. I am so blessed to to get some things in the mail early. Listen to it. It's a, it's a wake-up call, all right. You will love it. Some of the other great news tomorrow. I will be reaching in deep from the heart. You know, I, it's funny. I had a compliment sent to me in an email. A guy says, Troy, I love your radio show, but you put all that Jesus stuff and that Bible stuff in it. You're starting to sound like Garrett McGrath. And I thought, now what a very, very good compliment. You know, so tomorrow, in, in, uh, in order to, to really make this person happy, I will be doing an actual radio show from some of my own stuff. We don't do this often, but it will be on the topic of fear, and it will be a biblical-based radio show. You will not want to miss it, but here's the fun part. It truly taps into exactly what Richard Brooke has been saying. You know, when you have that dull, negative, disillusioned, crybaby attitude, when, when you let fear dominate your whole emotions, it can rip you apart. Lisa Eminez wrote a phenomenal book on this very subject. And it's like, you know what? That's the one thing that can kill us. So I'm going to talk about it tomorrow. All the rest of the year, we will be going through different topics. Some will be from great mentors. Others will just be some stuff that I'm pulling out of the training archives. Let me tell you a little inside secret since you're on the radio show. The newsletter is just about to go out. And one of the websites that I never, ever talk about, because we've taken it down, we're rebuilding it, it will go live with the newsletter, is Troy's Training Archives. It's just trainingarchives.com. It's something that, that we've always had. It's been in the back burner. We put a lot of stuff up there and then link to it. But we're going to make this available just to inside listeners on our radio show and in our newsletter. It's not going to be something we're going to be talking about out in public uh, because I want to keep this kind of just there. There's going to be some good stuff on there you're going to be able to get, and it's something that I believe can help you. But it's an exciting time of year. People are looking around. They're saying, we want life change. We want new stuff. We want the success that Richard talks about in Mach 2 with your hair on fire. The art of vision and self-motivation. As I talk about fear tomorrow, you're going to hear me talk about vision. See, it's so, so much happens in life when we fear things. I think fear sometimes can be the opposite of success. So we're going to talk. But today we, we finally reached the pinnacle. The movie is over. We've rewritten it. It has shot. It is a bestseller. We hope. It's out at the theaters. 
Listen to what Richard says. Because see, sometimes epic adventures, when they're first shot, they don't they don't become overnight successes. We saw Richard. He didn't come an overnight success. But listen to this little inside story. In 1983, I purchased a mock-up cover of Success Magazine with my picture on it. I framed it and hung it on my wall and looked at it every day. My vision at that time was not only to be rich, but to be famous as well. I wanted something to prove to my friends and family that I really was cutting it. Success Magazine seemed to be like the perfect proof. In March of 1992... Almost 10 years later, Success Magazine featured the network marketing industry's skyrocketing success as its lead story. It was the first time a mainstream publication had done so on our industry in 50 years. Out of 10 million networkers at the time, I've got part of my newsletter, we're going to be talking about the rise in 1990s of network marketing. But listen to this, out of the 10 million network marketers, they chose me for the cover and the lead story. In 1983, Richard, on his wall, put Achiever of the Year, Success Magazine. In 1990, or yeah, March of 1992, on the front cover of Success Magazine, it didn't say Achiever of the Year. It said, We Create Millionaires. Their Eagle Disciples Build Overnight Empires. Sadly, the, the title was a little hypey because we don't build overnight empires, but, man, we sure have a blast. But now listen to this. This is funny. Richard says, Now, you may be thinking this happened because I was some outspoken, flamboyant, successful, famous person in the industry. <laughs> Not. He isn't even that today. Matter of fact, he steps on more toes than anybody else in network marketing because he just shoots from the hip. That's why I've always called him an MLM cowboy. But listen to this. Or perhaps you think it was because I hired some public relation firm to make it happen. Not, didn't do that either. Actually, and rightfully so, Success wanted Richard DeVos, the president of the then $6 billion a year Amway Corporation, on the cover. He created thousands of millionaires, and his partner, Jay Van Annel, had built the number one network marketing organization in the world. And they are... Five, and there are, well, back then there were five. There's a few more now. But they were five times bigger than number two. They're still bigger than number two, and now number one's Avon, but they're still kicking butt, both of them. But Sex, Success Magazine thought he should be on the cover, and I agree with them on that one. If if if, if I was the, the, the writer... And somebody said, hey, well, who are we going to have on the front cover? I'm going to the big boys. I'm not, I'm not going to Richard Brooks. And I love him. But he's right. That's, that's just typical. That's, that's part of marketing. However, listen to this. This is, this is so perfect. However, he did not return Success Magazine's phone call. Now, you may think he didn't call him because he was busy or he didn't care. But I don't think so. See, Richard DeVos did not return the phone call for only one reason. I had the picture of myself on the cover, and he obviously did not. And folks, let me tell you something. That's exactly right. And I'm going to share another little story about a young lady I get to sleep with that's given me six kids. And when she was in school, 
elementary, junior high school, she wrote her first story. A fictitious story about how she was the daughter of Sonny and Cher. Her creativity caught the attention of her teachers. And they said, you have a real knack at painting work pictures. You have a real knack at making this happen. All her life she wanted to write. Different people in her life would say, you're not going to be it. Look how many books are written every year. That's never going to happen. She had one person that became her favorite raving fan, and that's me. And from the age of 16 until now 48, all I've ever done has been that raving fan. We got married at 22 years old, and she said, I have a, I have a dream. I said, what's that dream? I want to write books. I want to be a rich and famous author. I said, well, heck, let's do it. What, 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 what do you need to do? What do you need my help? I just need your support. Man, she joined her first writing group before a book was ever published. And then Paige sat down one day, and after writing the manuscript, she, she said, okay, I'm putting it in the envelope. And back then, it's not like today. Her first book came out in 1997. And, and the thing about the book, I guess I was wrong on that. It came out in 1994. Excuse me, it came out on Tessa's birthday, 1994. And, and here's the cool thing about it. Back then you had to print off two manuscripts, so we went through a boatload of paper on a dot matrix printer. You had to send it in. You had to wait. So she sent it in. And we sent it in priority mail because we wanted to make sure we didn't get it lost. And she waited and she waited. Now, two things happened back then. If they didn't like it, you may never hear from them, or you may get a small letter in the mail that says, we don't, we're not going to accept your book. You never got your manuscript back. The Lord knows publishers aren't going to pay to send it in or send it back to you. But one day in the mailbox, there was a manila envelope. She went down and picked it up. She was scared to open it. She opened it up, and we're sitting there. And she started to cry. And I thought, crap. They rejected it. We expected that because over 80% of first manuscripts are rejected. Even Stephen King was rejected. But that's not what happened. Instead, they accepted it, had a contract, and wanted her signature. No agent, just a freelance author fulfilling her dream, who had believed that she could do it, who had a fan that said she could do it when everybody else wondered if she could. Of course, after she succeeded, everybody said, oh, we knew you could. But the story doesn't stop there, and that's why we're going to be talking about fear tomorrow. She sent her second book in, which I thought was even better than her first book, and it was rejected. And from 1997, 96, 97, right after Cassie was born, until the year 2000, she never wrote. Well, I won't say that she wrote, but she never sent in a manuscript, ever. The, the, the frustration, the rejection, the fear held her back. Richard talked about what he went through as a younger child. Paige went through it as an adult. 
in 2000, we moved to the beach because, without a doubt, living at the beach is very conducive for an atmosphere for romantic writers of all kinds. And from the year 2001 until today, Paige has written three books on average a year. She's had four bestsellers. Four, I believe four of her books have have happened kind of weirdly because they went from paperback to hardback, and that doesn't usually happen. But the stories were so good that one of the largest publishers of books that go into libraries, hospitals, retirement homes said, you know what, we want to put this in hardback because this book is good. You know, hardbacks actually sell at like twenty five, twenty six bucks instead of four or five bucks, so it's kinda cool. All because inside of her she really did believe. Fear took hold for a little bit. But she really did believe. And it's kinda funny because Richard all the time is saying, Man, you gotta focus on it, you gotta go for it, you gotta want it, you gotta build for it. Her original publishing company called her after her third contract and said, Looks like we're gonna shut down part of our our company because everything's you know kind of gone to Kindles and all that stuff, so we won't be needing any more books from you. You know, if you want to send in some new stuff for some of our other lines, that's great. Boy, just devastated her. About a week and a half later, she gets a call from her longtime editor and says, "Paige, we're going to pick your books up and put them in the Kindle format. They have been so successful. We're going to send you a new contract because we didn't have any of the electronic rights in your original contracts." Then they called her back and said, hey, we're going to go ahead and we're going to keep keep this line open. After all, people, the, the, actual, the actual readers have craved, they want it. And I want to know if you want to write some more books because I've got some, some openings. I need some books. Folks, I don't care if it's network marketing. I don't, I don't care if it's, if it's woodworking. I don't care if it's electronics. If you want something bad enough, if you want to be like Richard and be on the front of Success Magazine, then you can do that. You can't let that fear hold you back. Richard put some success tips in here that I think are great. He says, A vision is how you see, hear, and feel yourself performing any given goal. Goals are not visions, but visions are goals. Goals are statements of what you want. Visions are statements affirming you now have it and affirming on how it makes you feel. Visions are vastly more powerful than goals. Let me stop right there. I had somebody else write, you know, and in, in, same thing. They said, Troy, you know, you, you, you use the Bible, but you're using visions out of context. And I started snickering. And it's like, how in the world can I use visions out of out of context? But I, I, but I, but I listen to Christians. I, I love my Christian brothers and sisters. And and so I, I started thinking this through, and, and I'm I'm reading Richard's book, and I'm thinking, okay, Richard's saying, you know, you're seeing it now, you're envisioning it, your body's getting into it, you know, you, you, the emotions are there, you're sweating, you're excited, you're having a blast, your mind can't differentiate the fantasy from the reality. I thought, well, this is biblical. I don't know if y'all you know read much of the Bible, but I, but I tell you what, go get in the Book of Revelation and tell me he didn't have a vision. You read how old man John on the Isle of, uh, of whatever he was on was writing that, that book of Revelation, 
And I'm telling you what, he was feeling it. He was in the middle of it. You read about old Paul when he he got taken up to like the third heaven or something. He was feeling that. Don't talk to me about how how this isn't biblical. You know, it cracks me. I get one when somebody tells me I'm too biblical. The other people tell me I'm not biblical enough. I'm a you know almost a heretic. It's hilarious. I'm telling you what, Richard. He's got this stuff down. It says replace your current visions with the ones that match your goals. Man, that's that's powerful. You know, it makes you, I kind of laugh because I'm I'm thinking of a here I go again with the Bible stuff. You know what? I'm I'm worse than Jesus is on this stuff. Listen, this is great. There's there's a Bible story, and and I, I'm you know what? I'm not a preacher, and don't pretend to be. So I'm going to screw this up, but I think you'll get the message. There's this old boy, he just couldn't walk. Now, it wasn't that he didn't envision himself walking, because he's like hanging out, sitting around, and, and everybody else is walking, but he ain't walking. But he knows that it's going to feel good someday. And, and, he, and, he, and he hears that the, that the Messiah is coming. The Messiah comes by. And he believes that he can walk. And the Messiah looks at him and says, just take up your bed and walk. You're cool. He did it. Is it a miracle? Absolutely it's a miracle. But I found out something about miracles. If you don't believe, there ain't ever going to be a miracle. If you sit around, oh, I can't walk, I can't walk, I can't walk. You're not going to walk. I reached out to Mark DeMoss yesterday, who wrote the Little Red Book of... Little Red Books of... I don't know what it's called now. But it's got all these quotes. It's it's so beautiful. It's phenomenal. And he he launched the, the DeMoss advertising and PR firm many, many years ago. We're going to get to do a review on this whole book. It's so powerful. I reached out, and Jennifer, his assistant, said, Troy, I'll be more than happy to, to send the book. And I said, Jennifer, I would like to do something back. I, I want to repay you for your gratitude. I want to I want to be willing to do all the books of your authors. Anybody that hires you as a, as a PR firm, if you'll send me a copy of their book, we'll do them on the radio show. We'll do, we'll do individual standalones. Because, see, I, I love that family. Let me share a little bit about it. it this is success. See, you guys, there's this crazy saying about if you, you know, you're at six degree separation from everybody. Well, that's that's true. See, Richard and I didn't know each other, but we had a common mentor, Art Williams. As we started learning about more and more about each other, we realized how much we had in common. Today, on my desk, I have a picture of Richard and I this last year at the DSA. And I put that picture there because we look like, we really do look like brothers. But I have that picture on my desk because I can pray for him every day. Lord, give him guidance, give him the visions that he needs, and focus on building his business. But see, that, that little separation between Art Williams and us, Art Williams brought us together. Well, the same thing is true with Mark DeMoss. See, Mark is the son-in-law of Art Williams. Mark's dad actually had the, one of the first life insurance companies that was willing to 
to go with Art and say, let's do it, man. Let's revolutionize life insurance. Mark married April, Art's daughter. And now I have the privilege. I've already done Art's book, and now I get to do Mark's book. See, to me, this is what this is what truly, when you want something, when you have the vision, when you're willing to go out and go for it, when you reach, I reached out. I just, I just shot a quick email. Hey, I know it's a holiday season. Don't want to interrupt you. I would love to, to do a review on the book. Here's my radio show. Here's some stuff I just did on Dave Ramsey. Man, it just this is this is what it's about. Success doesn't come to those that sit on their freaking butt, wishing their life away. I mean, you know what? The only difference between an infomercial and an online television evangelist is that the people that are sending in the money, the ones that watch the TV evangelist have a little bit more attention span than the ones that watch the infomercial. And if I'm stepping on your toes, that's just too bad. Because you sat around watching TV instead of getting off your doggone butt and going out and doing something. And no, I'm not knocking, you know, the the television evangelist all that much. I'm just flat out making a statement. You've got to get up off your doggone butt if you want to be able to learn and and live the lifestyle that Art that that well Art Williams lived and and that Richard Brooke is living. The art of vision and self motivation. Now, if you're sitting there saying, "Troy, I'm scared to do this," then you want to be on my show tomorrow. Because tomorrow we're going to be talking about fear. And for all you Christians that are there, tomorrow on my radio show, I'm going to show you where you're where you're following a false god. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to really turn your theology upside down. And for you that don't, you know, you're not sure about this Jesus thing, don't know if you want to tune in. The topic is on fear. It's not on Jesus. So the, what I'm going to be talking about tomorrow, you can benefit from. And it ties right into what Richard has already wrote in this book, so you don't want to miss it. This is the one show this year. And it's only going to be one day. But this one show may give you enough insight to be able to realize you do have control. You can change your life. You can rip the fear away if you truly want to. And see, that's going to be that right there is going to be the deciding factor. Are you willing to give up the fear? Are you are you are are you willing to stop running scared and start moving in the right direction to reach your dreams, your goals, your calling in life? No matter where you're at, no matter what your age. If Billy Graham at 94 can get off of his doggone hospital bed and go out there and continue to minister to people, then so can you if you get rid of your nasty, gripey, pissy attitude. See, that's the name of the game right there. It's all in the attitude. Folks, live life like it's an epic adventure. I'll see you at the top. Be back here tomorrow morning on Real Mentors Radio as we actually cover the topic of fear. Bye for now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.